you to our moment of power hallelujah I thought somebody would make a joyful noise unto the Lord hallelujah May has been declared as our moment of power that doesn't mean that this is the only moment who exhibit power <laughs> we are carriers of power because we are carriers of God God exists inside of us so we are not anything close to non-entities because of the manifold grace that God has upon our lives we everything around us becomes powerful praise God even the clothes you wear when you are anointed when god gives you power releases presence upon you everything that has a contact with you automatically becomes powerful power can be exhibited by a believer that is induced with the holy ghost You know, the reason why we can't cry when many are crying and we cannot suffer when many are suffering, you can't worship God this way and still tell stories. <laughs> there are secrets of you living a super life and a life of winning. It is just impossible for you to be a victim when Christ has made you a victor. When you operate with the knowledge, the epignosis of Christ, the knowledge of Christ, you come to understand that the grace of God just kaboom on you. That's why you can't be sick. I didn't get your amen. Yeah. You can't be sick. Amen. Sickness has no place to exist in your body. Amen. That amen has kwashoko. Yeah. That amen is not born again. Amen. When you have the knowledge that God exists in you, even when anything comes across your body, you see it as an anti-redemption. Remember, whatsoever you allow here on earth shall be allowed in heaven. Meaning, if you feel okay with the devil mesmerizing you, heaven will feel okay too with the devil mesmerizing you. The day you get up and you say no, enough is enough heaven will back you up and say enough is enough well i want i want to really welcome you all today to such a great service that we have today in the presence of elohim praise god why don't you just jam your hands together and welcome yourselves wherever you are you're watching online right now from your house from your workplace from your office wherever it is right now you've connected to us i want you to know that we are on the air and also we are moving with the speed of light and nothing dare stop us praise god i want you to understand that because you are connected to this service today you are a moving train and no man in his right senses will ever put his hand in front of the train to stop the train praise god anyone that stops in front of a moving train to stop the train get crushed am i communicating with somebody we are a moving train praise god check the logo check the name we have we, we are we are sealed and covered with the blood of jesus 
praise God. We are, we are a destiny going somewhere to happen. Praise God. And I tell you the truth, you are, you are a destiny going somewhere to happen. And I know for sure that by the time we come to the end of this meeting today, your life will have a meaning. Amen. That amen is not born again. <clears throat> Hallelujah. This, this day I'm going to be speaking on the topic of caption, the price for power the price for power the price for power I've been dealing with some series this month looking into in, in a whole lot of angle when it comes to power and I've made you understand that you are powerful and I've tried to draw you with scriptures to come to know that God doesn't just call you for nothing. God calls you to empower you. Do you think that God doesn't know that Satan is busy running up and down here on earth? And you think God is going to call you into this movement and he's just going to let you be? No. He's going to equip you with everything you have ever needed. Am I communicating with somebody? Because you need power to put the devil to the place where he belongs. Can you say that with me? I need power to put the devil in the place where he belongs. Can you say that one more time? I need power to put the devil in the place where he belongs. The devil belongs somewhere and according to the scripture where he belongs is under our foot praise god the bible say that the seed of the woman talking about you and i shall bruise the head of the serpent am i communicating and that seed is christ and christ has begotten us as his brethren so we have all it takes the capacity to neutralize every devices from the enemy Before I go into what I have today, let me, let me show you something in the book of Ephesians. Ephesians chapter 6, reading from verse 12, verse number 12, put it up. Ephesians chapter 6, reading from verse number 12, praise God. Give me the Amplify. Ephesians 6, Ephesians 6, wherever you are, get your Bibles out it's time to have some expose praise god now give me the amplify <clears throat> ephesians chapter 6 from verse 12. he said for our struggle you know there is a struggle going on here on, in this world for our struggle is not against flesh and blood we are not in contention with any man Now, in bracket, it says, contending only with what physical opponents, but against the rulers, against the powers, are you seeing them? Against the world forces of this present darkness. There is darkness everywhere. People are living today in a high level of uncertainty nobody is sure what is going to happen people are asking questions they need answers even believers are confused so there is darkness in the world He said, against the spiritual forces of what? Wickedness in what? In the heavenly supernatural places. So the wickedness is not born out of human imagination. It is a spirit that possesses men in this end time to be wicked. Look at it. Heavenly supernatural places verse 13 verse 13 
verse number 13. He said, Therefore, to stop those antics and those activities from the pit of hell, he said, Put on the complete armor, not haphazard armor, not halfway armor. He said, Put on the complete armor of God so that you will be able to successfully do what? Resist and stand your ground in the evil day of danger. In the evil day of danger. And having done everything that the crisis demands. So we are having crisis. So to respond to this crisis, there are certain things that you need to do. Having done everything that the crisis demands to stand firm in your place, fully prepared, immovable, immovable, victorious. The Bible talk about in the last days, they say many, if care is not taken, shall depart from the faith. Jesus talk about in Matthew 24, he say, if care is not taken, the, the devil will deceive the very elect of Christ. So we are at war. You know, your faith is a sovereignty. It's your, your, your faith and your salvation has a, a high level of sovereignty. It is supposed to be independent from every attack and onslaught from the pit of hell. But you cannot come to this place of achievement without understanding that you need power. Remember, the power is not just to go to your neighbor's house and knock on the door and draw out your neighbor and start shooting your neighbor or start punching your neighbor on the face. No. The Bible says we're battling not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and against powers. Praise God. It is from the realm of the spirit. Whatsoever that is happening now exists first from the realm of the spirit. The Bible says we are in this world, but we are not of this world. Meaning that whatsoever that is taking place today, this day has existed in the realm of the spirit. So journey with me this morning as I talk to you about the need for power and the price you have to pay because it is not given for free. Power comes with responsibility. That's why when you see a man of God or a servant of God or a child of God that is exhibiting the power of God, don't be in a haste to accuse that person of black magic. What you don't know is bigger than you. There are depths in, in, in the faith that we are. If you live your life as a shallow believer and the other person decides to live their life as a depth believer, so because the more deep you go, the more depth of revelation you achieve. Anyone that remains in the shallow place can never go down to the depth of life. So, it is so necessary that we are empowered. The Bible said something, it said, How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with Holy Ghost and with power, who went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil, for God was with him. Acts chapter 10 verse 38. For God was with him. For God was with him. For God was with him. Because he was anointed with power. The Bible says he went about doing good. It takes power for you to do good. A powerful believer is 
a believer that does good. There are things going wrong around you. You want to change them. You don't change them by complaining and crying. You change them by exhibiting the power of God in you. Can I let you know today that change doesn't come by mistake. Every time you see something change, there is a conscious action put into place. Somebody decided consciously that something must change. Every situation you allow will situate you in a place that you never allow or you don't want. So to be in a place that is not acceptable by you, you have to exhibit some level of control. God knew about this and that was why he said to Adam and Eve, he said to them, he said, I have given you all things. Say, have dominion. Am I communicating with somebody? Power from the Holy Ghost guarantees you the ability to do good. Power from the Holy Ghost guarantees you the ability to do good. Proverbs chapter 3 verse 27 from the King James. Power is very, very essential. If you must do good, if you must do good remember jesus was anointed and he went about doing good he went about doing what good in proverbs chapter 3 verse 27 he says we hold not good from them to whom it is due when it is in the power of thy hand to do it are you seeing that so good for you to do it it talks about power and authority and ability somebody say ability so the price for power it is a price that every man must pay every object of value carries a cost hello every object of value whatsoever your value or whatsoever that is very valuable you would notice that it carries a cost attached to it for God so loved the world that he did what he gave his only begotten son responsibility anytime you see a, a believer accusing his fellow believer of operating with the power that they don't know that tells you that that believer accusing his fellow believer is operating in a shallow mentality of god you know who god is do you know how powerful you are as a believer <laughs> i mean if elijah could speak to the atmosphere and say for three and a half years there will be no rain he did not say god said to me hello he didn't say god said to me he said for three and a half years there will be no rain and god heard it and hearkened to the voice of elijah the Bible says he's a man of like passion. What does that mean? He's a human just like you and I. He didn't fall from heaven. The scripture says, For thou shalt decree a thing. It is only kings that decrees. Am I communicating with somebody? Dominion is impossible without power. You cannot dominate anywhere without exhibiting power. How God has anointed Jesus Christ with the Holy Ghost and power, which went about doing good. And as he started doing good, what happened? He's exhibited dominion in the whole of the province. Power. 
power is the language of dominion you can't dominate the devil when you don't exhibit power and i hear you say i hear you if we are not empowered we will die as victims because the enemy is called the wicked one satan is after you if you don't know if you are not empowered you're in trouble <laughs> that's why i get angry when i see believers worshiping or serving god like god is their uncle that they would decide to do it anyhow and how they feel I was I was talking to a young man and he said he was in a dream and he saw this fierce looking lady and nobody needs to tell him that that lady is from the kingdom of darkness in the dream and the lady sought to cage him and he pleaded the blood of Jesus and this lady fell backward and started coming back and asking is that the worst he can do and now he's running up and down calling everyone he needs prayers you know sometimes when God keeps you in safety you don't understand when it means that God has kept you in a place of safety that's why some of us we take our salvation for granted that's why many of us believers we want the we, we want to enjoy the testimony but we hate the process just see this place now oh boy just call for eating and drinking everybody come one come all everybody will appear am i communicating yes. call for fasting and prayers only you the pastor will fast and you will pray your prayer you want the power of god you can't buy it in walmart <laughs> Some years ago, a very elderly man I respect so well, a senior minister, we were hosted in the same program, and he, he called me. He ministered, and I ministered last. And he called me and said, come on, talk to me. What is that thing you, you do that me, being an older minister and a senior in the work, don't do why is it that you're having more results than myself i said i don't understand sir i respect you and i respect the grace of god upon your life and i mean i am learning from you he said no 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 no, no. cut that crap are you learning from who with the kind of way you are exhibiting the power of god in the meeting i said really you know sometimes you are doing what you're doing you're not even noticing it it is people that notice how you flow in the power of the holy ghost And I said to him, sir, there are times I spend talking to God in the secret. And when I come in the open, I don't need to discuss with God anymore. I say those things he told me in the secret in the open. And I get results. Simple. The quality of time you spend with your father when you come out in the open you will radiate the glory of god because you have spent time in the secret question i ask as a believer you need power why do you need that power Do you need that power because you want to be like that other pastor? Do you need the healing grace because you want everybody to praise you? That is a Luciferian spirit. You want the power of God? 
so you would you would be respected in certain way just as they respect the other pastor just as that other sister that other brother is respected then you have in fact you started by failing if there is one pastor that never asks god say please god come and use me i want to be a pastor is me hello at least i know myself i never bargained i was on my own he came hello and i can tell you testimonies of how god has taken me from one level to the other teaching me his precepts and principles as of the time when i was very young believer you know there was this dream that kept happening this visitation i had for almost five years consistently every night I keep seeing an old man and when God wants to appear to me in the dream he appears to me like a very old man with a gray hair and I keep seeing this particular old man come to me every night I go to bed and when he comes to me he will always come with an extra chair and when he comes to me he will have a cane in his hand a cane so he will tell me sit I will sit he will point his hand and the screen will appear he will say each time you want to pray for somebody that is possessed with this power or that devil or that demon this is how you pray and immediately he points to the screen i see a, a literal activity happening on how to cast out demons and sometimes i find myself distracted i turn and he hits me the cane on my head And it happened for a while for a, close to five years and by the time i was able to understand how to go about it the dream was cut off which means i have graduated to a level it's a process child of god power comes with responsibility if you want to be empowered because you need fame please go to Hollywood if you want to be empowered because you need people to give you money go and open a shop call it a name and start trading because we don't do buying and selling here the Bible says, freely have you received freely also must you give so the devil is called the wicked one Matthew 13 verse 19 that wicked one so for you to be able to put him under subjection you gotta be powerful let me let you know something child of god god never took away the power he gave to satan hello just so you know the devil was casted out god did not neutralize his power the only difference between the kind of authority and power the devil exhibits and ours is that ours is given to us by Jesus Christ himself. We were empowered by God. So we operate in a higher dimension than the devil. Somebody say amen. amen. The book of Isaiah, Isaiah 55, verse 1 to 3. Let me show you something there. Isaiah 55, verse 1 to 3. In King James. Isaiah 55, verse 1 to 3. I will show you something in there. That you understand and see for yourself. Praise God. Isaiah 55. Verse 1 
to three. He said, verse one says, Ho, everyone that tested, come ye to the waters. And he that had no money, you don't need to use money to buy anointing. You know, people are very funny, you know. You see a man of God, and God is using him. Then you start giving him money. Why are you giving him money? You're giving him money so you can get there. You don't get money. You don't get anointing through money. So by the time you give him, give him, give him, give him, you go to pray for somebody, you shake, it's not working. You come back, you say to him, I say, he's a false prophet. <laughs> My dear, it doesn't work that way. And he's trying to tell you, sit down and learn. I may be young, but when I started, you are, you are not yet born again. It's not by age. Hello? It's not by age. Before you were formed in your mother's womb, I called you and I ordained you a prophet. That is someone that even before they came on earth here, they've already been prepared to do this one singular thing, to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ. So when you, by yourself, you could not successfully finish your education, you fail in everything you do. You can't walk. You can't concentrate. You, you, you have poor focus. And you look around and you say, okay, uh, maybe uh, look, at, look at Bishop Kevin. Don't you see how people, people love him? They give him money. Ah, let me go. And that's how people go and forcefully carry a, a priestly garment on themselves and carry curse upon themselves too. Why? Because their initial intention is to go in there and to be famous like that other man. Haven't you read? The Bible says no one taketh this honor upon himself except him that is called by God. That's why calling is not something you wake up in the morning and say, I think I'm called. Let's move. It's a big responsibility. It's a weight on your shoulder. Any man, and I'm not joking, any man indeed God has called, nothing stands between him and God not wife not children not family not nothing not money you are still struggling with family and god and you say god call you you are sick you need to go and check what called you again because not all calling is calling after all phone call is a call you need to go check because if God calls you, ah, my God is faithful. He will empower you. Jesus said to his disciples when he was telling them to go, he said to them, he said, listen, don't take no money. Take no pause. Go empty. If God calls you, prove yourself. If you know that the grace of God is upon you and the hand of God is upon you, go and show forth the ministry God has called you to do. You think it's a joke? Living Africa, thousands of miles away, with nothing, coming down to a strange land, and you are shouting, God sent me here. And before you know it, in one year, everything starts coming together. Why? They, oh my God. A 
in one year everything started meeting themselves the bible said and as he prophesied as he was commanded ezekiel 37 the bible said bones started coming to themselves bones started connecting bones that is what prophecy does if god has spoken he would defend his word don't you know that when god speaks his integrity is tied to it not your integrity Praise God. We may all be believers, but we are not operating on the same frequency. There are frequencies that are different from others. Praise God. When I was about leaving my home country, some persons were mourning me. They were saying, this guy, he has gone mad. Like typical madness. When God calls you, you will see a trace of God. And you know, when I move, um, I don't see any other landmarks. All I see is the footstep of Jesus Christ. So I follow the footsteps. He's here, okay, let me go here. He's this way, let me go this way. That is how God directs the footsteps of the righteous. The footsteps of the righteous is actually the steps of God. Follow me as I follow Christ. Follow me as I follow Christ. It simply means that Paul was following the footsteps of Christ and he was asking people, follow me as I follow Christ. The Bible says that that, that the disciples of Jesus, you know, they were so powerful. You know, when you look at the book of Acts, let me take my time explain something to you. When you look at the book of Acts, what is the meaning of the word Acts? If you translate the word Acts, it's just an abbreviation of activities. Another word that could be there is activities. So instead of acts of the apostles, you could say activities of the apostles. Or you could say, you know, walkings of the apostles. You, a believer, that blaspheme against the power of God when you see it when you are able to witness the power of God in this dispensation you blaspheme about it and you call the walking of the Holy Spirit satanic and you still go back and fast and ask the same God to give you power please what power is he going to give to you when the one you've been able to witness in your generation you call it the power of darkness that's why some are cursed with so much illness in their body they don't know what is wrong with them every day they are customers to the hospital and to the doctor I was um, sometime in 20, 2018, sometime in 2019, early 2019, I went for this men's conference somewhere in Niagara, I believe so. So I was a, I was a bishop friend of mine that took me to that uh, men's conference, Bishop Sean. See, <laughs> God meets you in a very supernatural way as of then i was still waiting on god on what to do and the steps to do this was just happening 20, early 2019 and while we were there on the second row i was jotting why the message was a pastor was preaching and i heard god spoke into my ears and say son the ministry's name shall be called the dunamis 
palace. I was like, and I held and I and I and I tapped him on his lap. And I told him, I said, I just heard something now. He said, What is it? He was smiling. I said, I the Lord just told me the name of the ministry. And he said, Really? He was smiling and happy. Decided. I said, Yes. The Dunamis Palace. He said, Wow, I've never heard about that name before. And if it wasn't God, when we went for registration of the name, if there was a name like that before, you remember the Bible says, Eye has not seen, ear has not heard, meaning nobody has heard that name before. Your calling is a unique calling. And when God is giving you details about your calling, he gives you unique details. A detail that no one has ever had any opportunity to have. Or else it's not from God. Can God lie? God can lie. And when I, it was like, that was the reason why I came for that conference. And I finished that message that day, jotting the message. I went back to my hotel room. I started writing. As I was writing, the Lord was speaking to me. I was writing, the Lord was speaking to me. The Lord told me everything from stage to stage, how to go about it. That's why when I'm moving, you may not see what I'm seeing, just faithfully follow. And when I came out, I said, no, it's time to launch into the deep. Peter was busy beating the water from midnight to early morning. Jesus came and said, can, you, can I have your boat? He said to Jesus, the boat is useless. After all, I wasn't able to catch no fish. And Jesus said, no problem, give me your boat. And Peter went and started washing his net jesus went and started preaching the gospel see the two when it was time jesus was done using the boat he said to peter peter don't drop your net yet trust a little bit into the deep and peter said listen we have toyed all through the night and if you are a very smart fisherman you would know that when you trouble the water so much no reasonable fish will be there Jesus said to Peter trust a little bit into the deep and cast the net by thy side there is a place called the deep and until you get to the deep you can never experience the depth of God When you obey God, you manifest testimonies. The Bible says when he cast the net, they enclose great amount of fishes that their boat started sinking. I wonder such kind of breakthrough. In one swing of the net, one cast of the net, that was it. The boat started sinking. May God give you a net-breaking testimony. That amen is not born again. May the Lord give you a net-breaking testimony this season. You know, these days we have commonized the things of God. There are people that make the word of God of non-effect. The things of God don't move you. Abram was healing the sick in the book of Acts. Handkerchief. Take, you are healed. Bah, the person, the, the, the crippled man start walking. Try it in this generation. They will say, oh, we said it. And you see them very, you know, people that gossip the activities of God, look at their life. They don't go further. Look at how he's through the thing. 
this is not God so when you invite them for program they are not coming to receive but they are coming to check is this God or is something else keep checking since your destiny is to be an inspector keep inspecting while others are receiving you are inspecting keep inspecting spectator am I conversing with somebody do you know what power is You know, the Bible said something that if everything Jesus did was to be written in the Bible, in the book, he said, this whole earth will be filled with books. So the scriptures didn't even capture every activities of Christ. I stumbled into a Jewish book some time ago and I just browsed through it and I read a portion where it was talking about Jesus that one of those days Jesus was under the tree teaching and they brought a man that has been beaten by viper the man was almost dying now everyone was expecting Jesus as the healer to just say hey man be healed Jesus told them, I said, take me to where the tree is, where he was beaten by a serpent. And they picked the man up. The man was dying. Jesus, pray for this man, he's dying. He said, no, take me to the tree. He went to the tree, and everybody was watching. He commanded the serpent to come. And the snake came, and he commanded the serpent to suck back the poison. The serpent stick his mouth on the man again and sucked out whatsoever he placed inside of that man and the serpent died and the man lived until let me tell you what you celebrate you receive what you criticize you will never get that's why you will never catch me criticizing a rich man hello because I want to be rich. Those of you busy criticizing rich, rich people, go ahead. What else? No, check it. Anything you criticize, you will never become. Because you hate it. If you criticize evil, you will never have anything to do with evil. When you criticize good, you will never have that good. Are you there in Isaiah? Isaiah 55? We're still in, on that scripture, right? Praise God. Man, my God. I have a lot, but my time. Jesus. Go, go back to Isaiah, Isaiah 55. So, he said, come... He said, come buy wine and milk without money and without price. Wherefore, verse 2, Wherefore do ye spend money for that which is not bread? And your labor for that which satisfied not. You are investing your strength on something that will not be profitable. He said, hacking diligently unto me and eat ye that which is good and let your soul delight itself in fatness verse number three he said incline your ear some of us our ears are blocked we hear physically but we don't hear spiritually so he said incline your ear give attention and come unto me hear and your soul shall live until you hear. Until you hear. He said, and I will make you an everlasting covenant with you, even the sure mercies of David. Now, when you read verse 1, it's a common buy, right? 
the buying there could not responsibilities the buying there connotes responsibility some of us we want power but we don't pray for up to two minutes for what some of us will want to operate it but if i ask now who wants the power of god here it's not even it it's a must you need it who wants to pray with the power of god everybody will lift up their hand even you now watching from the house you will lift up your hand and wave right it is not by popularity contest no it is a necessity as a believer to them that believe gave he what power to become what sons and daughters of god to them that believe you need the power but you can't fast if you are asked to fast if you are being asked to it's not like you decided to fast if you are asked to fast maybe you could just try and do the first one by the time you come again pastor the same month tell you again go for fasting you could just manage and say anyway let's just manage this topic pastor on that same month again pastor is coming to you and telling you pastor you just call me and say pastor you see i don't understand where you're coming from now you now bring geographical location into spiritual location pastor this is canada and the way they will they will say this is canada it will look like an angel just arrived What is location got to do with your spirituality? Oh boy, God help us. The book of Acts chapter 1, verse number 8, part, part A. Acts chapter 1, verse number 8, part A responsibility verse number one part a but ye shall receive what ye shall receive power after that the holy ghost is come upon you there are levels of christianity as a believer but many times we get to a particular level and we just stop there and tell ourselves you know this is it and this is it When a person gives or surrenders his life or invites Jesus into his life, the first thing that happens is that they've got a what? Salvation. And the next thing, the next phase for them to move into is to move into, you know, you know, you know, you know, to be baptized. When they believe, they are baptized. The baptism there makes them to understand and to believe and to and to confess that they believe in the death and the resurrection of jesus christ and from that level the next phase they come in contact with is the baptism by fire which is the holy ghost three stages but i have come to notice something very erroneous that most believers when you ask them are you born again they will tell you pastor i'm baptized what is the baptism that they received they don't understand pastor i'm baptized jesus rightly told his disciples he said listen john baptized with water but there is another baptism you need that baptism guarantees you power but ye shall receive power after that the holy ghost is come upon you after not before in john chapter 7 verse 37 39 man was not able to function in power because jesus was not yet glorified it was the glorification of jesus that gave man the ability to operate in power john 7 37 to 39 
in the last day that great day of the feast jesus stood and cried saying if any man thirst you remember isaiah 55 if any man thirst let him come unto me and drink verse 38 he that believeth on me as the scripture had said out of his belly shall flow rivers of living waters verse 39 but this spake he of what the spirit which they that believe on him should receive which means they've not received it yet for the holy ghost was not yet given because that jesus was not yet glorified are you are you with me in the book of acts chapter 1 verse 13 down to 14 they paid the price of waiting on the holy ghost there is always a price to pay they call for revival meeting you are not there they call for eating and drinking meeting you are there so you will receive drinking and eating miracle and anointing food food anointing am i complicating jesus said man shall not live by bread alone man shall not live by bread alone so so in acts chapter 1 verse 13 down to 14 and when they were come in one come in they they went up into an upper room they they tactically followed through they went up into an upper room we are aboard both peter and james and john and andrew philip and thomas bartholomew and matthew james the son of Alphaeus, and simon zealot and judas the brother of james go ahead verse 14 these these all continue with what one accord in what in prayer and what supplication with what the women and mary the mother of jesus and with his brethren so they waited for the manifestations of the holy spirit upon them have you waited on god have you have time to wait on god yourself i'm not talking about church general meeting i mean you do you even spend time with the holy spirit if you calculate the whole time you spend in a whole year your personal wait, waiting time calculate it it is not up to three hours in the whole year then you want to manifest or understand what somebody that spends so much hours every day meditating on God and the things of God. You can't compare yourself. Am I communicating with somebody? When the price of a thing, because I tell you, everything has a price tag, everything salvation is free but you still need to buy your bible hello do you do you know of any place where you go to the bookstore and you tell them and say i'm a, I'm a christian i just gave my life to christ and they say oh you're a christian wonderful wait we're coming they go and pick up bible and give to you i say congratulations you're a christian no you buy it the bible says, buy the truth and sell it not am i going to somebody you don't go to an airport and tell them and say hey listen i'm a servant of god now i want to fly with your airline i need ticket and when they look at you and say excuse me sir you start speaking in tongues sherry mama sherry mama sherry mama sherry mama sherry mama give me air ticket give me air ticket now the spirit is saying to me give me air ticket give me air ticket they will air ticket you from there to jail everything has a price tag if you want to see power spend time on your knees spend time on your knees when the prophet was pressed elijah was pressed 
to speak concerning the drought in the land. He prophesied out of Dures. But when, he, when, when Elisha told Gehazi, he said, go, run. And the Bible said, he went out, he said, I saw the cloud like the fist of a man, the hand of a man. And the prophet went back in to prayer. There are certain things that you must pray your way through. You don't explain yourself through. You pray through. A sister in this church was sharing a testimony with me that the Holy Spirit just dropped in her heart and she decided to pray about it and results came instantly. That is power. Let me tell you, if Christianity has no power attached to it, I'm gone. Hello? If there is no proof that God is powerful, then I tell you, there's nothing we are doing. But I give thanks to God that our God is so powerful. Christ in us is the hope of glory. Am I communicating with somebody? We are not trying to explain to you to understand. We are telling you. Lastly, the book of Acts, chapter 2, verse 1 to 4. When the price was fully paid, only then was the power released. Acts chapter 2, verse 1 to 4. Acts 2, 1 to 4. And when the day of Pentecost was fully 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 there is always a time god comes but your place is to wait on him when you wait on god you will not be wasted job cried out he said all the days of appointed time will i wait until my change come waiting on god is not an insult to your to your personality Waiting means wait indeed. Don't run ahead of God. And when the day of the Pentecost was fully come, they were all with one accord in one place. Verse number two. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind and it filled all the house where they were sitting. Verse 3. And there appeared unto them clothing tongues like as of what? As of what? And it sat. When God blesses you with power and anoints you with power, the power sits on you. <laughs> My God. And sat upon each of them, verse 4, and they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak with other tongues, and as the Spirit gave them utterance. One of the things that the Holy Spirit does in you is to give you is to give you boldness. Wherever you go, you are bold like a liar. You got to spend time, pay the price. Power is not for pastor alone, no. Power is for you as a believer in Christ to demonstrate because you will need it someday. If not every day of your life. Power is not for you to oppress, no. Power is for you to give life. And give life a meaning. Make it to be meaningful for those that are yet to be in Christ. Rise up to your feet.